One of Queensland's representatives in the uh, in the uh, Australian of the Year award, one of their rep- one of their nominees for local hero is Pastor Andy Goulet, who's a uh, youth advocate, founder of the uh, Red Frogs Australia. He founded that in 1997, and that's an organisation that basically helps sort of um, kids who are leaving school and other teenagers who are um, uh, well with all sorts of things, particularly you know when they've maybe been out and had too much to drink, and uh, Andy joins us on the line. Hello, Andy. Hey, mate. How you going? Yeah, very good. What um, what prompted you to start off this work in, in the late 90s? Oh, mate, probably uh, getting involved through my local church with a bit of youth work in my area, running skateboarding clubs, and uh, when those skaters got to year 12, they all went down to that really wholesome youth festival called Schoolies Week on the Gold Coast. Yes, and uh, went down with them, mate, and uh, saw there was a bit of a need and foolishly volunteered to help, mate. I've been stuck there ever since. <laughs> so when you say you volunteer, I mean, who did you volunteer to? Uh, the hotel managers. We, I really saw a need that a lot of your pre-drinking and pre-loading happens up in those rooms, and, and that's the, the unseen areas where, you know, things can go wrong, and particularly in high-rise buildings. So for me, as a, as a youth worker, getting up in those buildings and crashing those parties and just make sure guys aren't hanging off verandas, you know, and, and are passed down some random room. It's, it's so good to have uh, as many designated sober guys as you can in big drinking environments. So uh, we just started with about 17 of us uh, about 17 years ago, actually, and now it's about uh, 1,800 uh, in about 21 locations. But when you say you'd go up to their parties, I mean, someone coming in, you know, to a whole heap of 17 or 18-year-olds getting habit at school these weeks, say, oh, I just want to make sure you're all okay. You wouldn't always get a warm, enthusiastic welcome. Oh, mate, hence the uh, the humble red frog, mate. We go through 16 tonnes of Alan's red frogs and we actually do about 50,000 pancakes over that time. And you rock up to any drinking party with free food, mate, you're going to be loved. And, uh, oh. yeah, we did find back in the day some good little icebreakers that get, get, got them to know who the support workers were in their in their buildings and... Now it's uh, you know it's just like you've won the X Factor walking out in a red frog shirt, mate. Uh, for example, we have a thing called the Red Frog Hotline, and and we had eleven thousand six hundred nineteen callouts on that last year from schoolies. So, mate, we have trouble uh, keeping up with the demand these days. And and what sort of things do you find at those callouts? What sort of assistance are you able to provide? Oh yeah, look, a lot of it, uh, you know, they they just love the company and you know people hanging out, but obviously. Alcohol is definitely our, our biggest uh, abused drug in Australia and most of the serious incidents at schoolies are going to be alcohol-related. So uh, we, we get provided a lot of different assistance around Australia with all the, with the ambulance services and have a thing called HURT team, which is a hotel emergency response team, which is a full-time paramedic. And we find our young person a bit under the weather. They'll come up and assess them and just suss out where they need to, you know, head off to... Um, hospital or just sleep it off so we, we're basically eyes and ears up in those parties and just looking out for them making sure that they're going to get through schoolies okay so that's schoolies week and that's only you know one or two weeks of the year what, what do you do the rest of the time yeah that's right schoolies is our little sister program to our bigger portfolio in universities and uh unis schoolies is just pre-o week to us and uh so we look after a lot of halls of residence in Australia, probably about 140-odd of the 186 halls in every uni, uni in Australia outside of 
Alice Springs, I think we're in. Yep. And uh, and we also do music festivals. We help out with the triages at music festivals and also big sporting events like the cricket and rugby events. And, and we basically become like Australia's official party crashes uh, around Australia. And uh, again, you know, where there's a bit of alcohol, the odd pancake doesn't go down too bad. So that's all crisis management. Is is your work, does your work extend beyond that to, um, you know, to, to forming longer-term relationships with, with people of that age? Oh, absolutely. And I think in the university set up particularly to, uh, you've got about three, four years working with, uh, you know, that, that sort of young adult age and to be a part of, you know, their leadership development and, and uh, you know, them going on to be big influences in their world and, you know, the future tradies and doctors and CEOs and sporting personalities. And, you know, it's such a privilege to be involved that that age group while they're still 17 and haven't quite grown a brain yet. So, uh, you know, it's, it's great. It's a great privilege to be in, a mix, in the mix there. Now, what I've mentioned so far is that you're a pastor. So when did you become a pastor? Mate, uh, probably back in, uh, well, I'm actually an accountant originally. I did a bachelor's accountancy, worked seven years that, and started working in a ministry role probably about 97, yep. and uh, then sort of went through all that sort of process and, and probably officially got ordained only about seven years ago. And um, so they call me the night pastor at my church because uh, anything after 10 p.m., that's where Andy's involved. So, uh, yeah, mate, so party crashing is my full-time department at my church. And, and but that's your full time thing now. You're no longer an accountant by day. Yeah, correct. Yeah, we've got eleven staff now, and, and Frogs has actually gone to nine countries. So uh, we have sort of national coordinators and state coordinators, and it's um yeah, it's been a bit of an interesting journey from the accounting books to the, the pastoral work to uh, now party crashing mates uh, all, all around the globe. What's the most difficult party you've ever had to crash? Uh, well, mate, I think where drugs and alcohol are involved and also yeah. I guess we do have a lot of issues with mental health and anxiety, depression and, you know, when when you do get a bit down and you are drinking, that, that can get into some tricky situations. So uh, probably the, the best stories are those ones where the teams are just in the right building, the right room, the right floor, the right time and, you know, stumble across a young person that, that does need a bit of an assistance and, yeah, we like to sort of describe frogs as like the fence at the top of the cliff instead of the ambos down the bottom yep. and getting there just in time, not just after time. So they're probably the real good ones just to get to those things before things escalate and, and really go pear-shaped and can in, enter into some more serious situations. So you think you might have saved people's lives o- over the years? Mate, there's no doubt about that. And particularly in places like Bali where our team's up there, we had uh, methanol poisonings is a big thing in Bali and and uh, we actually dealt with about one a night up in Bali last year where literally uh, young people were finding them in resorts and walking out of clubs and able to get them to the medical centre and then airlifted out to Darwin. And, and it's amazing that the teams, but even every year, you know, someone just really drunk sitting in a spa bath by themselves, slowly slipping underwater and a team walks in the right time and grabs them. So just amazing stories every year of just right place, right time and, and just having that, again, that, that desi or that designated cyber person makes such a difference in party situations. So you, you mentioned uh, before when you started this on the Gold Coast for Schoolies Week in the late 90s that you, you saw a need. And it's interesting because that need's been around for, you know, decades and decades. But I guess no one ever really, I mean, it was quite innovative and creative of you to think, uh, think wait a minute, 
you know, what if we actually had someone in the party rather than waiting for someone to call an ambulance? Can can you remember how you had the idea? Yeah, look, uh, I, it's mate, it's just been a pretty accidental journey, if I'm honest. It's um, it, I've sort of been one that's always reacted, just seeing need and then meeting it. So for me, uh, once I, I got into those parties, I really saw the need to have more of a sobering influence in there, but then also working out ways on how to do that without being a you know, a party stopper or a threat to the party, but actually being an asset and a wanted part of the party scene too. So that sort of just developed over the years. The, the Frogs were a totally accidental branding. We were having trouble getting into rooms in our initial year, and I went to my mate Luke. He said, mate, let's go down to the local corner store, grab this huge box of Allen's Red Frogs, randomly went back up to the building, and they absolutely mugged, mugged us with these wet frogs. And so we just kept buying more of them. I think we bought 80 kilos in our first year. <laughs> they got us into every party, just straight in. And uh, so this whole thing where parents have said, don't take lollies from strangers, yeah. it doesn't work too well. Yeah, right. Uh, we've sort of proven that wrong with, with uh, 16 tonne of frogs out there now. And it's just been that accidental branding. And year after year, they just kept calling us froggers. And we went with that name about eight years into our program and, uh, yeah, it's just been that branding we're stuck with. Uh, whether we like it or not, we could be the Chico Baby crew, mate, or the Milk Bottle crew, but um, it just happened to be Red Frogs by chance. Where do you get your money from? Uh, mate, we raise all the money ourselves, and we set up a, a basically a charity, and um, we get uh, 60% probably comes in from corporates and different businesses that yeah. donate. Uh, great companies like Optus that do our Red Frog hotline, and and even a lot of resources come from Beyond Blue that does a lot of our uh, anxiety, depression awareness and information in our high school program. And then in the churches, there's over 400 churches involved with Red Frogs uh, with our chaplaincy background and about 30% through that and about 10% government funding funding comes in there too to help us out a little bit. Well, good on you, Andy. Thank you. Uh, thanks very much for your time and, uh, well, keep up the good work. Keep crashing those parties. Yeah, that's great. If there's any nervous parents out there with a week to go at schoolies, they can have a look at redfrogs.com and get a heap of information and get our Red Frog hotline for their young person. And uh, Or if they want to work out how to support us, they can go to redfrogs.com as well. Good on you. Nice to talk to you. Pastor Andy Gawley, uh, one of Queensland's nominees for the local hero of in the Australian of the Year.